Down to the Nub Podcast, the cigar podcast show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, cigar giveaways, interviews, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Brandon Cigar Mechanic Wells. Let's get it started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Down to the Nub, episode 28. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, Thank you for listening in. If you're new to our YouTube channel and you have not already, click that subscribe button, ring that bell so that it tells you when we've talked again and you should be watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I like how the wisp of smoke here on the video is going right into your beautifully banded 1502 cigar sitting there. Like, I don't even have to ask what you're smoking because you've got it like you get it presented right there almost purposefully. Boom. It's like Boom. I almost intended to do that, except I actually completely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at that right now. I'm going, damn, that's kind of nice. Like Somebody screenshot that and send it to me. <laughs> oh, which is really great because if you're listening to us right now, it just yeah, sounds no absolutely stupid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tim, what are you smoking tonight? <laughs> Uh, I am smoking an Espinosa Laranja. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Liar. 1502 XO, 18 year aged deliciousness. Oh. Uh-huh. All individually numbered because they are limited. And uh, this is the last one that I have in my humidor, and I've had it for well over a year. So I just decided, you know what? It was staring at me. And. I uh, just decided I needed to smoke it with everything going on and buying the house. And I know everybody that watches and listens is like, when is Tim ever going to be? I, I feel like Jim Gaffigan, who in his stand-up comedy, is just like, when is he going to stop talking about whales yeah. and, 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 or bacon or you know, bacon? That's what it was. When is he going to stop talking about bacon? Another mm-hmm. bacon joke. And <laughs> when is Tim going to be done talking about houses? I'm done hearing about his houses. But yeah, no, we, uh, we're in escrow with our house and, and, um, I may not look like it because it's been a busy day for those that are watching, but I'm I'm crazy excited for it. We've got the inspection. We've got some things that we need to negotiate on, but it's nothing that's a deal breaker on the house at all. So we took the boys uh, yesterday was my youngest son, Jeremiah's seventh birthday. Woo-hoo! Recording this. So August 11th was his seventh birthday. And uh, the boys got to go and check out the house and they picked out their rooms and we got to go and tour around and look at it and be there for the inspection report and all that kind of stuff. So it's fun. I'm, I'm excited for the house. We're really looking forward to it. And uh, we should have keys in less than three weeks. Well, here's the great thing is you're letting your kids pick out their own rooms because we did the same thing, right? Uh-huh. And you know, we live here in Phoenix, Arizona, which is, you know, uh, 17 feet from the sun. And uh, it's basically... Oh, yeah, like when there's when there's a solar flare, that's you know we feel it. Um, I thought they came from Phoenix. They they pretty much do. That's why we feel it. Uh, <laughs> and so we allowed you know our kids to pick out their rooms when we bought this home. And um, you know my my oldest daughter, it's funny because she picked out the one room and now she's like, it's hot, it's hot. And the my just my favorite thing about that is I get to say, it's your fault. You picked that room. <laughs> Guess you should have thought about that before you said, this was mine. <laughs> yep. Well, one of the bedrooms, because we got a three-bedroom house, one of the bedrooms has like laminate wood flooring that was their nursery kind of place. 
And then the one that's just next to it has carpeting in it. And at first, my youngest was like, oh, I want that one. And then they flip-flopped. and Oh, I want that one. Oh, yeah, I want that one. And then they flip-flopped again. So I honestly don't know who has which room. And it'll probably... Yeah, and we'll move in, and they'll be like, you know, JT's going to be like, that one's mine. And I'm sure Micah will be like, but I said that was mine. And yeah, yeah, all I know is that one of them is going to have supercar posters on the wall, and the other one will be decorated like Spider-Man. Which room that needs to go into, I don't know, and I'll find out when I need to know. (laughs) That's funny, because the wall behind me was decorated like Spider-Man until just recently. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's just, I mean, it's Spider-Man, bro. You can't, I mean, you have to, right? You can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was Spider Pig, you know, from The Simpsons. Spider Pig. Spider Pig. Does whatever Spider Pig does. I mean, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. But nope. what are you smoking on? I'm, 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 I'm. My, mm, what are you smoking on? What am I smoking on? What are you smoking on? I'm smoking on something that I can guarantee you, at this point. A lot of people have probably seen, but not very many. And when I say not very many, probably less than 10 people Ah. at this point. Actually, less than five at this point in the United States have smoked. Maybe 10. Uh, This is the brand new. And my my camera's not going to focus, so it's going to be blurry if you're watching the video. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, The brand new EP Carillo. Uh, and you guys have seen a lot of this out there, and it's called mm-hmm. the Pledge. Yes, and uh, it uses a Havana, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, Havana seed, uh, Connecticut wrapper on it, and it is, in the, in the famous words of uh, Dora e Explora, uh, it is delicioso, muy delicioso. Uh, so this is one that I will keep in my backpack, backpack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dora would be saying that. Actually, Dora's old enough now that she can smoke. Um, yes. She just looks young. But yeah, no, this is new uh, uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Uh, hey, dude, this is... Uh, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big one, man. It's it's fire, dude. That's it's awesome. Fire. It's beautiful, man. I mean, look at this. I, mean, I know it's blurry on the screen. But that blue but, color, uh, though, is just... It pops. Oh, just dude, it's beautiful, and it's going to go right alongside the lines with the uh, the encore and the La Historia. So it's going to be right there with the number one and the number two. And uh, well, let's hope we hit number one again. There you go. Yeah, so pretty excited, man. I just got these in. It's fresh off the truck. Nice. Yeah, which was actually a lot of fun because I got to yell at my UPS driver the other day. Uh, I he gets out of the truck with my cigars and one box all busted up, and I was like, oh. Good to see you, sir. Are you my UPS driver? And he's like, why, certainly I am, sir. And I was like, good. Can you follow the directions on your damn pad that tell you to go put these things in my shop as opposed to on my front porch in front of my dryer vent? I would appreciate it. And he said, I said, do you know what's in those boxes? He goes, "Uh, no. I said, those are loaded with cigars. And last time you guys put 400 cigars on my front porch on a 115 degree day in front of a dryer vent while it was on. Oh, And he goes, that's not good. And I'm like, do you understand what that does to cigars? And he says, yeah, I'm a cigar guy. And he goes, but by the way, um, we cannot leave these packages on your door. And I you said, just can't. okay, why? And he says, well, you where UPS is now requiring a 21 and older, uh, older signature. And if you're not here, we can't just leave them. I said, excuse me, sir. Uh, again, 
can you please refer to that uh, little brown pad in your hand and see what the notes are? Because as my mama always told me, I'm special. And uh, your notes tell you that you can leave it and also tell you where to leave it. And I would appreciate if you'd start doing so. What did he say? He's like, yeah, well, you can't do that. There, we, UPS won't allow that. There are no exceptions. And I said, again, I ask you to refer to your pad. So he says, hold on. And he pulls it up and he's like, oh. oh. Oh, all right, sir. We'll leave him in the shop. <laughs> yep. If you, if you really want to freak him out, the pads oh. are called the pads are called dyads, and it's an acronym oh. for like driver information, something something or other for accuracy of delivery. I don't know. I'm making up the last two ones. In fact, you know what? Michael Wells with Little Guy Cigar Shop would probably be able yeah. to tell you what what dyad stands for. But yeah, from when I worked at UPS for about five years, uh, I I had fun when the ups driver that was delivering to it's got to stand for dumb idiot asshole driver probably that's that's what it means to me because you can't read your dyad yeah but that would mean that they work at fedex and not ups though i don't know man i know what brown can do for me and it's ruined my cigars (laughs) there you go but yeah no uh they i had fun with a route driver for where i was living when i was working at ups and i'd talk with him and all this and it was funny because he didn't realize that i worked well he knew i worked there but he didn't realize what i did uh and then he screwed up on one of my deliveries and my job was i was in business development and my job was to communicate with all of the managers over all of the drivers for all of an entire district of southeast california and yeah, th- that's all. And so yeah, yeah. when I when I sent the next report over to his center manager, he came the next time and he was like, "Hey, bro, why didn't you like give me a heads up that you, you know, <laughs> what you do?" And I was like, "Hey, bro, why didn't you just follow your job rules and what you're supposed to do?" And he was like, "Ah, yeah. fair enough." <laughs> and why, why, you, why don't you just quit being a dyad, dude? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, honestly, like I appreciate those guys, man. And, and listen, oh, yeah. I, I feel for the guys they are trying to get the hell out, especially during this heat. But they don't have oh, AC in the trucks. They don't have no, AC they don't. in the trucks. Me, I know because the guy got off the truck and handed me my box, and it was the cardboard was damn near on fire when he's handing it to me. I'm going like, bro, come on, man. Like, and Yeah, and he's dripping him, wet. Yeah, and it's supposed to be coming to my home early in the morning. Like the, that was one of the things they're supposed to do. He's like, oh, well, we don't adjust our routes. This is a residential thing and blah, blah, blah. Again, I ask you to refer to your dyad and uh, and tell me what it says. And sure as shit, there it is. So I, I, I don't know, man. We're, we're trying to solve an issue that seems like it just won't go away. Solved. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I got my stars. They're here. Um, unfortunately, I feel like it affects the smoke a little bit. But um, that's what I have a giant-ass humidor for, right? There you go. Because it holds, uh, I think it's like uh, you're at what fifty or sixty cigars now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fifty or sixty hundred. Yeah, this is at fifty or sixty, like in the first half of each cabinet. <laughs> I know, right? Door, uh, and there's what uh, one, two, three by I don't know, like sixteen doors, eighteen doors. I don't know, man. There's a lot. Yeah, I need to get myself a new humidor when we get into our house, and I. 
set up. I'm going to build a shed and have it temperature controlled, insulate it, do everything, and then keep all my cigars in there. And so I need to get myself a new humidor for in there, something that controls temperature and a new air or winter or something. In fact, if anybody's got the hookups with new air or winter or any of them and you want to shoot them, you know, our way for down to the nub, um, hey, please do so. Bleep bloop them. There you go. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, what worked really well for me were those cabinets that I had that were the uh, wine refrigerators, and they hold roughly about two to 3,000 cigars in each one of them. They're the 120-bottle ones. And I'll tell you this, dude. Like, even like, You're in California, so it doesn't freaking matter temperature-wise. Like you, you guys – and I know sometimes you get what you call hot. Um, <laughs> not hot. But yeah. uh, uh, th- that worked really, really well, man, because you just put the cigar oasis down on the bottom of that sucker, man, and it maintains your humidity, but it also makes, maintains your uh, temperature. Uh, pretty accurately and yep. and you can get smaller ones certainly the one the two that i had were 120 bottle uh wine fridges and yes they have a compressor so all the people that want to comment on there go you can't do that because that's a compressor you can when you have active humidity yep. uh when you have a system like a cigar oasis 3.0 or even the smaller ones and your your humidity drops and the sucker kicks on for you and maintains it you can do whatever you want because uh, you're gonna do is refill minutes. the water. Yeah, the five minutes that those cigars are sitting at sixty-five freaking percent uh, is is not gonna hurt anything. If it did, then the week and a half of it being shipped here, <laughs> I'd be getting dust. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, no, I would highly recommend that. So check those things out. They they work really really well. The the only downfall that I had of that, uh, and being here in Arizona, trying to cool a room was that when the compressors would turn on, they obviously release heat. And so I had some of that heat release into my office, which I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah, I don't blame you on that one. Yeah. Other than that, I freaking loved it. So I've got I've got a flask that you might recognize on my hand because, well, it's it's the Cigar Mechanic flask. It's gorgeous. With, of course, the Cigar Show Tim sticker on the bottom. But we've we've, we've got, got something ah. that looks a, a lot, a are lot. We, are we... Should we... Uh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we, we we announced for the winner of the collective smoke one that we, we we were doing it. So, yeah, might as well. We'll we'll tell them, man. I mean, we were, I was gonna let them find out, but I guess we'll tell them. Well, if they listen, they find out or watch. So they'll still. I'm just gonna just tune out Brandon for about thirty seconds. There's gonna be forty ounce vacuum sealed stainless steel double wall insulated. 40-ounce water bottle flasks, if you will, that have the Down to the Nub logo lasered into the bottle, can, whatever you want to call it. And it looks ridiculously good, by the way. It is sexy. Oh, it's amazing. I can't it's wait. Can't it's wait. so sexy, I think I want to get it tattooed. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. Now, I will tell you this. We are limited to, uh, right now, we actually have a very limited supply of them, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I recall yes. right, we only have seven. Yes, we have seven available. Yeah, and some of those may not be available. But that is true. Get them. Yes. So, if interested, reach out and let us know. Let us know. We'll let you know how to get them because we don't even know. <laughs> As you can tell, we're just you know we're we're doing what we do every week on the podcast edition. 
that isn't live where we just sort of sit and talk and go, yeah. hey, what 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 came up? But one of the things I wanted to talk about because uh, it's something near and dear to my heart and something near and dear to your your tongue and your stomach, which Ooh. sounds very twisted but sounds very intriguing at the same time. Spicy mustard? Close. Okay, okay. Cold brew coffee. Oh, dude, love me some cold brew. I am going to use my flask and make an entire thing of cold brew and then filter it out and do all that, and it will stay cold forever in there. And I'm crazy excited for that. But I cold brewed some coffee literally like, well, when did we leave our old townhouse? So almost a week and a half ago, and it's still sitting in the fridge half full with the grounds and everything. And I was like... Hmm, I wonder how much stronger that cold brew is going to be because part of me is really tempted to try it tomorrow, but then I'm like, I might not sleep for another week and a half. <laughs> Give it a shot. So what's funny is I've got uh, – my wife makes cold brew for me um, uh -huh. because I, if if I can't just put it in a microwave for one minute, it, I, I won't do it. Yeah. Um, so like literally it's like two minutes in the microwave. Like, babe, do you know how to make this thing work? <laughs> I'm just lazy about my food. Help, um, help. Yeah, which I love because my, my wife, that's how she shows love to me, is by making me fat. Um, but every morning she wakes me up with my Donut Man coffee mug mm. uh, full of cold brew, and she makes it in a gallon jug. And the gallon jug, so you can actually get them on like Amazon. You can get a screen that fits in the gallon jugs. Yep. And so you can put all your grounds in there, and you can actually just we put the jug in the fridge, and she just fills it off, of the, and it lasts about a week. Um, and she brings it to my side when I wake up in the morning, man. It's freaking, I don't know how it happens. Uh, somehow with her magic wand, uh, it happens. But when I wake up in the morning, there's cold brew next to me and I, I'm, I'm, I blame it on my wife, but I, I really think we just have a fairy that like floats around the house and just generates cold brew. And she also makes me this other like green drink stuff. I don't know if she's trying to kill me or if it's actually giving me vitamins, but but there I you drink. go. I drink not, it. And you're not dead yet, so why not? <sighs> yeah, well, I'm getting there. I mean, we're all we're all slowly getting there, aren't we? That's true. But yeah. what I did with <laughs> way to bring it down, Brandon. I know, right? Well, <laughs> down to the grave instead of down to the nub. Um, but uh, but what I did with this cold brew is I started roasting my own coffee beans back a couple months ago. Yeah. And so I I took one of my dark roasts. It was a a three region espresso blend. And roasted it as a dark roast and made it as the cold brew. Oh my goodness, golly gracious, gee willikers. It was delicious. And I actually just in the mail yesterday got 20 more pounds of raw coffee beans. So I will be roasting coffee for quite a while. And, uh, well, the next time you're out here, I think I may have to send you home with a pound or two of some uh, fresh roasted coffee so that you can make some coffee and have your wonderful cold brew. Bro, I would love it. Uh, I would absolutely love it. I'll tell you this, speaking of coffee, um, this was actually given to me. Oh, Oakenbond. I've heard a lot about them. Have you tried it yet? No, I haven't. So this was given to me uh, by uh, Luxury Cigar Club. Um, I was up in their offices meeting with them the other day, and he says, do, oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to show this or not. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, <laughs> Chris has talked about it. You can see in the background when he's gone live a few times. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I just thought about that. Like, oh, shit. Was I supposed to share this? Um, 
But this is uh, some excellent barrel aged. Uh, we actually got to drink some while we were up there, mm-hmm. and it is it is it's excellent. Like I, I drank it and I was like, holy crap, holy butterscotch, Batman! Like it <laughs> was just. Dude, it was really, really good. Uh, so it's got the Luxury Cigar Club Oak and Bond. And uh, I'm going to try cold brew in this, too, because the the one I drank was obviously the standard hot brew. Um, but well, and I, I, think, I think Jeremy Sires, actually, in one of his videos, did cold brew with Oak and Bond and okay. said, it was, said it was phenomenal. Well, then I'm in like Flynn. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited about it, and I, I want to try yours, dude. Like, I just want to try everybody's coffee. I know that uh, Jesse's got some great coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that uh, uh, what is it? Um, Bob the cigar guy does. Bob the cigar guy, and then who's your buddies that do the coffee? Uh, come on, help me out. Dude. You're always talking about them. Oh, the swine swine gear coffee. Thank you. I need to and, order. I always get to order this stuff. Wanna, you know what I need to do. I need to just snap a picture of my credit card, send it to you, and say, hey, order me something, would you? And that way it'll just get done. <laughs> you, may do get a, you may get a box of something you you don't want. <laughs> eh, there's not much that I don't want. <laughs> just, give it, just give it to Drew. Don't threaten me with a good time. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, the Swine Gear Coffee Company, Dan Weinman is a good, good guy uh, in yeah. law enforcement. And he, he makes some legit... the. Um, the night shift is the one that I enjoy the most. It's the darkest of all of his roasts and it's just delicious. But yeah, yeah, coffee is one of those things that I'm getting more and more into. In fact, I will soon be roasting my own coffee for sale and it's going to be fun because my boys already enjoy it. Well, my oldest son, Micah, who's nine, uh, enjoys roasting the coffee with me. So it's already a fun, like little family activity which is going to turn into a little family business so uh we'll we'll have to see how that goes moving forward because uh yeah it's it, it i've already decided that roasting my own coffee is way cheaper i mean i got 20 pounds of coffee for what equates to less than five dollars a pound I mean, nice. you, just, you can't go wrong and it's good fair trade top quality coffee from i mean people that have been harvesting coffee for multiple generations family-owned businesses so it's it's supporting you know, small families and all that. It's just, you, you can't go wrong with that. I love it. I have to admit, dude, I don't even know what the going rate of coffee is. I have no freaking clue because I don't do like, listen, like I, it, it's funny because I'm the guy that like, you know, I'm always speaking out against this whole, you know, mask thing and the COVID stuff and all that. And people go, well, how do you live? Do you disrespect the stores? I don't go in the stores. Uh, so I just, <laughs> it's like, I, it's weird for me because I leave for the day. I go do a bunch of work. I come home at whatever midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock, three, whatever time I get home. And I look in the pantry and there's food there and I don't know how it gets there. Um, I look in the fridge and there's food there and it's made. I, I just, I, I don't know how it gets there, but I just know it's there. So, and um, you can eat it and I can eat it. Uh, at least I think I can. Um, and so <laughs> I used to and so far I've lived. Um, so it's one of those things like, I don't even know, like people ask me how much something is. And I, I honestly don't know because yeah. I just don't, I don't experience that stuff. So it used to be when we were kids that you would go and you would buy a pound of coffee because it would be U-Ban. measured out in 16 ounces of, yeah, U-Ban or Hills brothers or Folgers or, you know, whatever the other ones were that were out there. And and it would be a true pound bag. Most bags that you buy in the stores now are actually 12 ounces of coffee. It's not a full pound. But because of inflation and the wonderful 
nation we live in, everything like how ice cream used to actually be a half gallon and now it's like four bites and it's still $65,000 for those four bites. Mm, but it's coffee, worth it. Oh yeah. But to get 12 ounces of either whole bean or uh, ground coffee is anywhere from about seven to $13 for that bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it, it's not too bad, but when you can buy and roast your own coffee and make it the way that you want it for, yeah. I mean, two thirds that cost or half the cost, depending on what coffee you're buying, especially if you're buying the Starbucks or the big name brand stuff, when you can yeah. save so much money and make good coffee the way that you want it, I mean, sign me up. And so I, I like it. Up. I like it, dude. I, I think I might actually just uh, order some coffee beans myself and put them on a pan and just leave them out in the street um, during the summer here. You could roast coffee beans in probably about 20 minutes outside. Yeah. They'll be fire roasted. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh god why do i live here <laughs> oh that's right because it's as affordable as a cactus and dirt and because it's just an amazing state we we really i mean we are a really a cool state to live in we yeah, have some definitely. beautiful places to go visit we have some oh, amazing yeah. laws we've got fair taxes uh it's just a great state to live in, man. Uh, you know, the fact you're that the number two state in the nation for you know cigars. Well, yeah, there is that too. I mean, that's always a benefit. <laughs> uh, you know, but the fact that like you know I can just I can carry my gun and I don't need to let anybody know that I'm doing that. Um, God, it's just a glorious thing, man. I just yeah, I got I got to have a permit to do that here in California, which I do have. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But going through that whole process and all that is it's very. Nice. It's a mess. It's time consuming. It's it's just ridiculous. So it is yeah, what it I, is. I got my concealed permit just because I carry in other states that some yeah. of them require a permit for you to conceal carry. And so mm-hmm. because I conceal carry and I do go to those states, which the state of Arizona does not require a permit to conceal carry. Right. Um, but when I go to those other states, I'm covered. I think I have reciprocity in like 34 states or something like that. But the thing that I love about getting my license to be able to conceal carry is that I literally got my license while sitting in a cigar shop, smoking cigars and watching a video about don't shoot people. <laughs> I, like, I know, right? All right. <laughs> if I'm getting education from this video, I probably shouldn't be carrying a gun in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did the video say? I don't know. Just sign here. Okay. Okay. Just sign here. Write a check, put it in this envelope, and send it off. And you know, lo and behold, here comes my permit a couple weeks later. <laughs> it shows up. You're like, wait, did, did I did I order this? What is this from? What is this? Who's How did is I get this? this? Bro, it doesn't even have my picture on it. Seriously? Seriously, there it does not even have my picture on the permit. They're like, ah, screw it. Thanks for your money. Here you go. It's just a money grab, is all it is, dude. Jeez, that's crazy. You can't get mad at this thing. Yeah, and in California, you got to go through eight hours of classroom time and range time. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, the range time is fun. <laughs> but yeah, go through all of that. And I actually just had to requalify. Um, my permit technically right now is expired, but I in the next 60 days, I'll have it back through the whole process and timing and all that. But uh, And then I'm also going to be applying uh, for California, obviously, where I'm a resident. But then I'm also going to get the Arizona, Utah, and Florida um, permits with mine. And so I'll be able to carry, yeah, I think it's 42 or 43 states. Yeah. So 
can't go wrong there. I'm going to love it. No, and then some of those states you can carry for, I think your permit's good for like five years. And in California, you've got to renew every two years. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll still have permit for other states and carry even when I still have to renew yeah. here in California again. Yeah. yeah. Come on out to Arizona, dude, and just uh, leave your permit at home. You don't need it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, and that's yeah. what I loved when I was, when I was out there and I, I had my permit when I was out there back, what, a year and a half ago now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was out in Arizona sometime before then. Oh, with my family back a few years ago. And as soon as we crossed state line, we pulled over into the gas station with the subway and all the different restaurants are there. And uh, yes, and just loaded myself up and kept on driving and enjoyed every single minute of it. Big old smile on your face the whole way. <laughs> Until I got back to that same gas station and subway and shopping center parking lot and was like oh the fun ended <laughs> uh, I got my nuts off and put them away <laughs> yeah, but then i got my permit and life was good again i love it man i absolutely love it dude so, so dude I'm, I'm i'm super excited you got the house going on man and we we uh you know everybody's sitting here going shut up about the house uh but we're happy to hear that you're moving forward i can't uh, wait for my next studio cannot wait for my next studio i'm so excited I, I just can't wait for you to be in the house so you stop talking about it I know, right? Pretty much. You you basically <laughs> shared everybody else's sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the voice of everyone. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, happy birthday to you, to your boy, man. Uh, yeah. And uh, we're um, I'm happy that uh, he's made it through another year. I'm sure you guys had an amazing party, yeah? We did. We had a, a drive-by because the whole COVID blah, blah, blah thing. So we had a drive-by. Here and I'm staying with my in-laws in Claremont uh, right now. Yeah, I know that's that, that's the way I just refer to it now. The COVID blah 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 thing. And, no, I'm, uh, I'm laughing at this real quick. I got to cut you off, man. I'm laughing at this thing because COVID has just like flipped my world upside down. I'm telling you, like, yes, absolutely flipped my world. So you're telling me that I can walk into a bank with a mask and a gun, and I'll be okay. And then you're telling me that for a birthday, it's okay to have a drive-by. Like my time. <laughs> Asking a gun, man. Oh no! And a uh, drive-by was not something that you wished for at your home. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't put your kid out in the front yard for it to wave at everybody. <laughs> right, right. And, and honking your horn was not a like, hey, buddy. No. It was a big middle finger to whoever you were honking at. And yes, <laughs> God, this has flipped my world upside down, man. Yeah, I mean, I here I'm riding my motorcycle. Who would have thought that wearing a mask when my permit was active, wearing a mask, going in with my, you know, whether it was my flannel jacket or whatever it was, going into a place with a mask on and carrying a gun, they would have called the cops on me and been like, what in the world are you doing here? And now it's like, yeah, come on in, buddy. Let's go. What do you want to order? Right. It's like, what? How did everything change so quickly? Totally uh, different world. Totally yeah, different exactly. World. And now I don't have to carry a quarter in my pocket or a dime to make a phone call. I just have a computer. That's because you can't find pocket. a quarter or a dime anymore. You can't. And it's, uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I'll tell you why we have a change shortage is because here in the state of Arizona, uh, we get a nickel for every time somebody says, well, at least it's a dry heat. So we have all of the nickels in the world now because we hear it constantly. All day long, every day. Yeah, so I've got all the nickels here. Uh, so there is not a change shortage. You guys just need to quit saying at least it's a dry heat because my <laughs> armpits would disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so, yeah, so my son's uh, drive-by birthday party. <laughs> 
but no, <laughs> oh, I have my mask gun. Yeah, we, we had a bunch of people oh. come, and you know, my parents obviously, my my son Jeremiah said, you know, I want Grandma Grandpa to lead the parade, and so my dad got out and you know put banners all over his car and all sorts of fun stuff. But it was great; we had a bunch of family and friends. Uh, come by and drive by and we gave them all a bunch of popsicles and all sorts of things because it was uh, around eh, it was low 90s so in california it was like oh my gosh we're gonna melt and die for phoenix it would be like oh cool where's my sweatshirt Um, this is walk in the morning weather (laughs) yeah exactly and so did that had a lot of fun but my father-in-law is a retired deputy chief from one of the local cities here uh, and he called the city that they live in which is claremont he called down to their police station was like hey it's my grandson's birthday blah, blah blah are you guys able to to join in they're like yeah we we may send an officer if we're able to there were five units they they came rolling in five units deep sirens blaring i mean lights everything and then pulled right up to the house got right up in front and over the the loudspeaker so all, everybody could hear it. the neighbors said you know happy birthday jt and it was just the coolest thing it was so much fun and he loved it and you know it was it was just a fun time celebrating him and then uh his actual birthday was yesterday so we um, had, you know, got to go see the house and do those different things, but then had dinner for him. And, and he's a smart kid. I got to tell you, I, I, my wife and I, my, my wife is raising a very, very smart human being because we said, what do you want for your birthday dinner? And without hesitating, he said, I want in and out. Yes. And, and, and everybody in the house literally applauded him and said, all right, let's go. No problem at all. Yes. So we had in and out for dinner and then he wanted oh. a Spider-Man cake cause he's in the Spider-Man phase, which I will not argue at all. And yeah. so we had Spider-Man, he had a cake to himself. We all had cupcakes and it was fun yes. just celebrating him because he, he was, uh, without going too, too deep and everything, he, he was a, a much needed, uh, sign of grace and restoration from God for, uh, my family and for my wife and I and for different things. And so he's, he truly yeah. is our miracle child. Uh, I love and, that. and so being able to celebrate that amazing blessing from God was just so much fun. Yeah. Dude, that's so awesome, man. I, you guys are so deserving of that as parents. Cause you guys are doing a great job with them. And, you know, I've met your kids. They're just happy. And oh yeah, you know, this, I know you give all the credit to your wife and, but you know, you're an all right dude yourself, man. So well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. It, it takes a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it's not easy raising kids, man. No, definitely yeah. not. Yeah. And for the people that are like, oh, it's easy. I've babysat my cousin or my nephew. or the-. Yeah, there's That's a difference cool. between babysitting and, and baby living. And, right. And one of them causes uh, sugar highs and a sugar rush and a lot of fun and handing off the kid. The other one involves uh, a lot of tears, a lot of crying, and a lot of alcohol. So yeah. there, there are two different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, one causes happiness. The other one causes gray hair. Uh, exactly. I don't know what that means. Uh, no, but not at all. I don't have a drop of gray hair anywhere. Uh, but it's been but- busy. With birthdays yeah. and, and work and the house and everything like that. But, I mean, shoot, you were texting me at, what, 1 o'clock in the morning last night? Oh, it's, you know, Lane, what's going on here? And we were catching up. And it's just been busy lately. It's been a good yeah. thing because for so long we were like, man, I just – things are slow. When are they going to pick up? And feast or famine, it's it's definitely feast time right now with busyness and everything that's going on. But, I mean, you've been staying busy too. Yeah, dude. God. Yeah, I'm looking for somebody in California right now, man. That's been a, a chore. It seems like nobody actually wants to work. Um, yeah. But uh, that's that's been interesting. Um, it's really teaching me a lot about just society as a whole, looking for people. Uh, we're currently looking at hiring either two to three people for the brokerage. 
Uh, we're growing like crazy. Um, I can tell you, dude, I, I just have like not been sleeping. Uh, this whole week has been about 3.30 in the morning. I'm going to bed and I've been waking up, you know, at the latest about eight o'clock. And um, that I just, it's it's been just nonstop, man. And I, I'll tell you this, like I've always said, I'm not the bleep bloop guy, but. <clears throat> You're becoming I, one. Bro, you'd be proud of me. Like if you see the work that I'm doing here from like the hours of, uh, I was looking at my audit log in uh in my my contact management system for the brokerage and i was it was funny because i was looking at it the other day and the mole started with this whole long list of audits uh of of activity mm-hmm. and i was like thinking to myself like what the hell is my time off like is the time zone off or something like that and what it was is i had started around 11 30 at night working and it was because i went into 3 30 in the morning it was all reprogramming all of my product, you, dude. You'd be so proud of me if you saw the crap that I'm getting into over here now. Like I'm literally like rewriting and reprogramming half the stuff in the back end of this stuff. In this, and it's like it's actually fun because I've got regular nice. playing. Nobody's here bugging me. Half the time I'm on a I'm on a chat with somebody that clearly doesn't speak very good English because I have to reiterate my question 476,214 times uh, to get the point across. Sounds about but, right. Yeah, and then I get the transcript, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to read that. Uh, but, dude, I'm learning this stuff, man, and I'm, I'm super excited about it because I'm, I'm learning Excel spreadsheets and uploading them and downloading them and all this bleep-bloop crap, and it's really kind of fun. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. Look at you. Look at you picking up something new. The old dog can learn a new trick. I'm growing up, dude. Like I feel like lately I've just been growing out, but I'm actually growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've 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 definitely done some growing out during the last few months. There's no question about that one. Yeah, I got my COVID nineteen. I got to get rid of. Um, I just started yeah. a diet actually, so I can drop some weight. But yeah, beyond that, dude, like uh, I, I feel extremely blessed. Uh, I bought I bought a new car for myself uh, this mm-hmm. this last week, and it's already back in the shop. Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, then I went to go well, drive my backup car, and it uh, it's it's it wouldn't back up. It's it, it backed up, but now it's in pieces here in my office. And then I went to go drive my wife's car that were her old car that we're selling, and uh, <laughs> those pieces are here in my office too. So I just decided today that God did not want me on the roads, and uh, I needed to be home because I I just pretty much broke three cars that I have sitting here. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't get into your flatbed Ram diesel because if that went down, I would shed many, many tears. Yeah. That truck can't go down, man. And that's my baby. No. And I, I knew, I knew where I was going to be heading to today where one of my meetings was and the parking is not uh, desirable for a wide body truck like that. Oh, and to spend $200 uh, on gas to go five miles just doesn't make sense for that. Yeah. But it sounds cool getting there. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. That thing is like a Sherman tank going down. Like you cannot sneak up on anybody in that truck. And I, I, I absolutely love it. And I have a plan for that truck. That's going to be really, really freaking cool. If I can actually get it executed, executed one of these days. But, um, uh, dude, it has been just a busy, uh, consuming emotional whirlwind of a week for me. Yeah. Um, an absolute emotional world. Actually, before we got started here, like we got started a little bit late because I was I was in the other room in the other room with my uh, men's group and literally in in tears. Yeah. Um, dude, I got to tell you this, man. It is the most amazing thing in the world when you get to be in a room 
um, filled with the Holy Spirit, like yeah. we had tonight. Mm. The the emotions and the feelings shared tonight from a group of men, uh, bro, was impactful, and wow. uh, it was just. My word, dude. It was just, it was something else, man. I, I just, there, there's no words that explain it. Absolutely no words that explain it other than just impactful and inspirational. And, uh, you know, then we broke up and I, I talked with, you know, two of my brothers that are in the group and um, got to share some stuff that I, I just don't share with a lot of people. And you and I will talk about it later off air, but sure. Because um, I want to share it with you. But, uh, it was felt really, really good to just get these things off my chest. And I literally told these two men, I said, Hey, if you see me becoming this other person that I'm fearful of becoming, mm-hmm. uh, I request that you please uh, kick me in the nuts. Um, and, and I mean that because mm-hmm. um, I'm just feeling so incredibly blessed. and so incredibly led right now that uh, I don't want to shift that into my worldly brain and become somebody that I don't want to be. Um, yeah. So, dude, just a whirlwind of emotions uh, ended tonight by just just glory, honor, and uh, the good Lord's presence, man, was – and, you know, then we, we – it was really neat, and I, I don't want to share details of the group because that's – obviously it's our group, but right. – um, you know, we ended the night with us in a huddle. You know, you got all this COVID shit and this freaking social distancing bull crap and all that stuff, which I, I we're not going to go down that road tonight. But to yeah. end in a huddle with my arms around my brothers and just just closing out in a deep, heartfelt prayer, man, was, whew, bro, I wish I could have that every morning. Yeah, there, there are times when I look back, whether it was, in high school or in college and, and having those, those guys, you know, and, and you can put the labels of accountability group or men's group or, you know, all those different things on them, whatever label. But at the end of the day, having a group of people, and we've talked to, you know, talked about it here before that you can experience life with, and you can yeah. be real and you can be transparent and there's no judgment. There's no preconceived notions. It's what is real life like and what it what is what are the challenges of real life what are the positives of real life because i know a lot of times people think oh well you get together and you know if, if you're sharing and it's hard times you, you're you're sharing the the negative but you're you're celebrating life together you're doing that i remember those times in high school and in college where you'd walk away and it's almost like you just spent an entire weekend at like a church camp or yeah. you know, this getaway but you you have it in one night and you're like i just i don't want the night to end i don't want this time to end and whenever you get to have that again, it's just continuing that that refreshment of like this is what fellowship and community yes. and being together is all about. Yeah, and it's, it was amazing, dude. Because uh, you know, I think so many people do look at it as like this negativity, like therapy session, and uh, it's therapy, uh, and it's it's therapy that uh, I don't have to pay for, um, which it makes me even happier. But oh, I can yeah. tell you my first round of tears tonight was uh, expressing joy and love. And it was not, um, and even the second round of tears, actually I had two rounds of tears tonight, which is beautiful, man. I'm surprised my eyes aren't all bloodshot, like looking stupid, but uh, I I wouldn't carry the way because they were tears of just happiness and joy. And 
I find that when I'm in an emotional state like that and speaking about joy and happiness and it's bringing tears to my eyes, um, there's just nothing better than that, dude. There is absolutely nothing better than experiencing tears of happiness. And it really just pounds and drives into your brain how blessed um, yeah, I really am. I can look yeah. at all the problems that I had today. I mean, yeah, three cars broke. I mean, it's like, holy, whatever. You know, like one's an engine, one's a transmission, and the other one's windows, which sounds like minuscule because of windows, but I'm not driving in 115 degrees with my windows down yeah. in a minivan. Um, so, you know, get online, order the parts, move through, get it done, right? You just fix yep. the thing. It was just, I'm so incredibly blessed. Like, why should I be so down and distraught and irritated and mad and ruin my day and my life? I had such a productive day sitting here in my office today. And I probably wouldn't have had that if the windows didn't break and the engine wasn't running rough and, you know, transmission didn't go out. I I, I may have been in, in a meeting that was very frustrating because maybe the person I was meeting with today was having a frustrating day. I don't know. And I may yeah. never know. But I'm okay with that because... The good Lord, man, to have my back today. I'll tell you that. God knows what he's doing. He know he knows. And people would look at it negatively and be like, but I didn't meet this appointment. I didn't go do this. And now I got to figure out the car and I got to repair this and I got to do that. But then you look back, you know, a week, two weeks from now and you look back and you go, okay, that was the building block as to this now happening or that now happening, or even just the end of the day. And you go, you know what, look at what, look at what God did today. And, yep. and too often, I think we get so stuck in our, our, our busy days and the productivity and what did I do on my task list? Did I get everything done? Oh, I didn't get it done. So now I've got an even bigger task list for tomorrow. And we look back and we take it all as negative instead of taking a step back and going, okay, that happened for a reason. And I'm just going to go with the flow because I'm not in control anyways. And if I can just sit back and go, today was a good day, despite everything that happened, today was a good day. Thank you, God, for what you knew needed to happen I think our outlook on life and on our everyday would be so much different and so much more positive and we wouldn't let the stressors of life. I mean, I was sharing stuff with you of what's going on at my work with some of my coworkers and some things just with the realities of coronavirus and some things that are going to be taking place. And, you know, they could all be sitting there going, Oh my gosh, this is what's going to happen. What's going to happen financially? How's the family going to be? But to look back at the end of the day and go, okay, it's a season. God, you brought me here. You're going to get me through it as you promised you're going to. It may not be the most comfortable, but I'm going to get through it and look back and go, okay, I trust you is the greatest place to be. One of of the things that sticks out to me, my first job, I worked at a Christian bookstore uh, and ironically it was Long's Christian bookstore, no relation to me at all. Uh, But there was a poster by the restrooms because they had their little posters back when, you know, people actually went to a store and didn't order everything online. And, and an actual, you know, bookstore instead of Amazon or something else. And there was a, a whole wall of posters and motivational things. And it was a poster that had a picture of just a hand pinching two ropes that led down to a rope swing uh, with a little, you know, wooden seat that uh, a, a little girl yeah. was sitting on. And all it said at the bottom of the picture was, do you trust me? Yep. And, and that, I've seen that poster. Image, has been stuck in my head since 19, I know I said 19 first, 1999, I think, 1998, 1999. And whenever I go through a challenging time, 
God always brings back that picture. And, you know, the voice in my head, the Holy Spirit says, Tim, do you trust me? And yep. every time I say yes, whether it's fully heartfelt or not, because there are challenging times, but it's sure. yes, I, I do trust. I mean, I could be looking with the stuff I told you about the house and, you know, the roof and different things like that. I could be sitting yeah. here going, man, we've committed. We're doing this. We're doing that. How's this all going to pan out? And instead I sit back and I go, God, you're in control. It's not, nothing, none of this is bigger, you know, too big for you to handle. Okay. I trust you. That's just how it's going to be. And, yeah. and I, I would much rather be in that position than be a person who thinks they're in charge of their life and their destiny and what's going to happen and have to feel as though they've got to fix the situation. I'm just along for the ride. I'm just along for seeing what happened, how it pans out and seeing how God, you know, has it all play out. Yeah. There might be challenges. Yeah. There might be amazing blessings, but either way, he's still going to get the glory. You know, here's the beauty of it, man. I see, I see my relationship with God as like a, a choose your own adventure book, right? I don't know if you remember those. Uh, yep. Some people may not know what the hell I'm talking about, but <laughs> there used to be these things called books and uh, people used to read them. And, <clears throat> and there was one called choose your own adventure. And it's interesting because the author knows the outcome of every decision and they know where every decision is going to lead. And yep. I, I got in this discussion with one of my friends that's an atheist and he says, what a sad existence to know that you're just a puppet to this thing called God. And I said, you are grossly mistaken because in my opinion, it's a sad existence to have no purpose in life and yeah. to have no higher power to, to, to be accountable to. Um, so I look at my life as a choose your own adventure book, right? I, I get to go uh, and I get to live a story. And at the end of that story, I get to every time I get to say, okay, you either take this path or you take this path. And if you take this path, you get to go to page three. If you take this path, you, path, you go to page you know 12. Mm -hmm. And so we have the freedom of choice to decide which path we want to go down. The author of my life knows where that path is going to lead. And he also knows the best path for me. So it's probably going to yes. be living, leaving little hints and little clues and little things so that I can kind of get nudged down the right path. But I'm a stubborn SOB. And so I like to take my own path. And sometimes it's like you get to the next page and it's like, ah, you drowned and died. So you start the book over. So sometimes we got to go back to where we are. And I was talking about it tonight. It's like, it's kind of like the old Nintendo games. You know, you're playing the Mike Tyson punch out, right? And you, you <laughs> yeah. beat the first guy and you feel so great. You get to the second one and you just get your ass handed to you. Yep. You don't just throw the game away. No. You go, I'm starting over. And you get to the beginning, you beat the first guy and then you beat the second guy because you remembered some of the moves and you learned some of the special ones. And then you go and you get to the third guy and everything you just learned was just bubkiss and you get like through the first round and then he beats the shit out of you. Yep. And, and you just kind of keep going down that until you get to Mike Tyson. And then it's like, holy crap. Then you learn you could have used a code to get there. The problem with using the code yeah. to get there is you don't know how to fight all the guys that got you there. And you're just going to get annihilated. And you, you're going to get annihilated. And even if you have the code that you're not going to get annihilated and you can beat the guy like – that's just not life. I'm sorry. That's not how this goes. So it's fun because like we get to sometimes restart and that doesn't mean you're back at square one. It means you're back at the beginning, but you've got the lessons you learn from getting to where you are. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's so exciting because we, I get all these lessons as I'm going through life. And sometimes I feel like I'm back at square one, but I'm back there educated. I'm back there to learn it. And that to me is like, dude, that to me gets me pumped up. Now I'm not going to sleep tonight. 
that to me gets me so <laughs> up excited because like <clears throat> if I could share on this podcast, um, which I, I'm not going to get into depth in my life because there's just stuff that doesn't <laughs> need to get out there, but yeah. uh, we've all lived our lives and it doesn't matter what life you've lived. Um, I'm forgiven. Yep. I'm still blessed. And that to me is so exciting. And people, uh, people look at you and they go, well, where was your God then? And now I can look at it 40 years later. It took me 38 years to learn this, by the way, because I'm, I'm, I'm slow. Um, but now I can look back and I can go, the question isn't where was God then? The question is, why wasn't I leaning on him? Yes. Why wasn't I trusting him? Why wasn't I grabbing a hold of his hand? Because he was there the whole time. And if he wasn't, I wouldn't remember any of those lessons and be there for other people today. Because I can't tell you how many times I get to work with people now that have gone through some stuff in life that I'm like, aha, I remember that. That's why I went through that and didn't understand at the time. Yeah. I mean, brother, I understand you. Yep. Let's talk about that. Let's help shorten this span of what took me 38 years. Oh, good God. Oh, <laughs> never go full retard. I did for 38 years. Uh, but you know, the amount of stuff that I've been through in my life, dude, is like, it, it's really just kind of given me this opportunity to just have a, just a gross understanding of people. And I, I feel so blessed by that now. And did I enjoy the times that I was going through those things? No, I certainly didn't. No. Uh, but they were there for a reason. And I now know what that reason was. And so the, the incredible thing about that is that no matter what I'm going through today, I don't need to know the reason. I know that it'll be revealed in due time and when it's ready. So I, I've gotten to the point in my life, dude, I stopped even asking, like, hey, where are we going? What am I doing? What's happening? Because my kids did that, and it's annoying as hell. Yes. Uh, so now I'm just like, all right, God, let's go. And that is a totally different perspective than I've ever had, and it is such a relieving and relaxing perspective doesn't mean I don't work. It doesn't mean I'm just sitting here all day and everything's coming to me. Right. It means that I'm getting led and I just don't know where I'm going, but I know it's going to be cool. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. And there's going to be really neat crap that comes out of it. And I just can't wait to see it. It's like freaking Christmas. Well, I mean, look at how many times we go through something challenging and we can, like you said, we can look at it a couple different ways and take it positive or negative. I, I heard one person say when actually I was moving out one time and he got a flat tire and he was helping me move. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to, you know, pay for plugging your tire, getting you a new one? What do you want to do? He goes, he goes, I don't care about the tire. I got to help you go to the next chapter of your life and help you move. That's worth a tire to me. I don't care about that. And I just, it, it took me back and it was like, that's, that's exactly how it's supposed to be. Because if we knew, I mean, we've all heard it said, if if we knew how we were going to die or the day we were going to die, would we probably do things differently? We, most of us probably would. We would do the things on the bucket list, or we would spend more time with family. Yeah. You know, like the old saying: "No one on their deathbed deathbed said, man, I wish I would have worked a little bit more and spent less time with my family.'" Right. You know, there are things that are important, and if we knew that there was going to be a challenging time in life, we would try and avoid it. But if we look at it like my buddy did with the, you know, tire with the nail in it, and go, "I don't care about the tire. I don't care about the challenging time." look at what the outcome was, look at what the yeah. benefit of what I got to be a part of. 
that's what makes it all worth it. And, and that's where we have to be mindset wise, whether you're a believer or not, that's where you've got to live your day mindset wise is, yeah, you're going to come through challenges, but when you get to the other side and you go, Oh, oh that was worth it. You know, I mean, I think I've said it on the podcast here before I went through for the first five years of my marriage, I was unemployed for most of it. Yeah. Self-employed doing event consulting and things like that, but I was unemployed for most of it. And if somebody would have said, Oh, you're going to get married and then you're going to get laid off and this is going to happen. Would I've gone, Oh no, I don't want to do that. It probably would have, you know, changed some decisions and things like that. Sure. But to what has happened afterwards and what God has done and being married to my amazing wife, who I probably don't tell that to her enough and to my amazing boys and the blessings and miracles that they both are and what God has done since then, I wouldn't change anything because it's exactly the way God intended it to be for my life. And I want what he wants for my life. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm super stoked now. It's, it's kind of funny because, you know, we get into the adversity and it's frustrating at the moment. Yes. But when you just kind of sit back and look at it, it's actually really exciting because there's cool things on the backside of that and you just got to push through. And when you get frustrated and mad, you become stagnant and yeah. you get stuck. Then you've got to push through because there's amazing things on the other end. And I've said it before, but uh, one of my favorite, favorite people I grew up, you know, everybody's like I said before, people are listening to the Led Zeppelin and whatever else growing up and, you know, Tupac and Snoop Dogg when he first came out and all those guys. And here I am at home listening to Zig Ziglar uh, you know, which has just been a huge inspiration in my life. You know, you've got to have goals. Uh, and uh, hey. it, there's something about that accent, too, that I was just like, I oh, can yeah. Day. And uh, I remember just, you know, I said before, it's your attitude, not your aptitude that determines your altitude. It really doesn't matter what you know. It's how what your outlook is that determines how high you get. And not in the sense of like, I'm smoking weed high as, as in the sense of just how successful you are in life. Yeah. And success is not always measured in dollars, by the way. No. Uh, you know, it's, 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 to me, it's measured in the lives that I get to impact. It's measured in my family. Uh, it's measured in my walk with God. It's measured in my happiness. Um, you know, do I, do I love, do I love chasing the dollar? Yeah. I, that's, that's part of me. That's just who I am, man. Uh, but I love the relationships more. And uh, I'll, I'll set aside the dollar for my relationships at this point in my life. Oh, and yeah. I, I, I'm with you, man. I wouldn't change a damn thing that's happened in my life. And there's been some some damn things that have happened in my life. <laughs> but I wouldn't change any of them, man. I just – Nope. I, I wouldn't. And I, I feel – I feel for those that just grieve uh, over the experiences that they've been blessed with in life because they – can't see it as a blessing in the long run and, and it doesn't take away from the pain it doesn't take away from the situation it doesn't take away from it being a bad thing that you did or a bad thing that happened to you um, what it does is it gives you perspective it gives you life it gives you education it gives you an opportunity to be there for someone else that's going through the same dark time um, yeah and I, I equate it to like walking down a hallway that's dark and you got kids and there's Legos all over that hallway. <sighs> and, you know, you walk down that hallway, dude, and you, are you going to step on some Legos and hurt your feet? Damn straight you are. Yep. So why would you stomp your feet down the hallway? Yeah. 
I, that doesn't make sense to me. So why would I get so pissy about my life situation, knowing that life is like a box of chocolates? You never know what you're going to get. There you go. And, uh, you know, knowing that, why would I stomp my feet through it? It's just going to hurt more. So why not start maybe shuffling my feet or taking bigger steps? Or, you know what? Why not grab the hand of my light and allow him to walk me through? And yeah. that doesn't mean I'm not going to step on some Legos. Oh, yeah. But it just means that there's going to be somebody there to pick me up when I do. Because those suckers hurt, man. Holy crap. Yes, they you do. Grow down. <laughs> <laughs> Real quickly. Real quick, dude. Like, oh, geez. Real quick. Oh, those suckers hurt, man. Yeah. But, but, you uh, know, it, it's true because I've, I've got a cousin who she's got cystic fibrosis. Uh, and I think I mentioned her a couple episodes ago uh, just about challenges in life. And she had a successful double lung transplant uh, a year and a half ago. And she's got some outlying health conditions as a result of receiving that transplant. Sure. Uh, but she she knows her purpose in life is to talk about the positive, is to talk about what is still good she could be negative and be yeah i'm on you know these steroids or i'm on this or i'm on that because of infections or you know i'm getting ivs again for the eighth time you know in the last 10 months and all these different things but right. she's now going through and has her own website and blog and sharing her thoughts and making a positive difference on other people's lives through her adversity. She's yeah. only known life with cystic fibrosis. She hasn't known what it's like to be a 10 year old kid and go running around and have clean, healthy lungs. She doesn't know any of that at all, but right. now she is in many ways, a motivational voice for people that are going through and living with cystic fibrosis. She's becoming, uh, I don't say a life coach because I don't, I don't personally like that phrase, but she's <laughs> becoming an encouraging person to other people through her adversity because she has taken, and she's a believer as well, she has taken the challenging things of life and what some people would say are just too much to handle and too much to deal with. And they would, um, frankly, to put it, bluntly they would play the victim card oh i've got this so i can't do that oh i've got this so i can't do that and it's just too much so why even bother trying she's taken that and completely flipped it on its head and said yeah i've had this but look what i'm doing now yeah i've had that but look what god did here look what god did there look at all these right. different things that are happening and now she's developing literally a career she is a registered nurse she worked at one of the uh, leading cancer hospitals in the nation at city of hope in the oncology ward and I mean, she's as educated as you can get when it comes to doing all of that, but she's in a completely different uh, profession, if you will, and is taking everything she's learned and is using it to make a difference instead of using it to be the, to be the victim and to play that card and to go, oh, it's just life. It is what it is. She is, to me, She even though she is younger than me by, I think it's seven years, she will always be one of those people that I always look up to because she to me is an example of how taking the hardest junk in your life and yeah. still rejoicing and praising God and saying, you're taking me through this valley for a reason. Even if other people would look at it and go, my life is a valley. No, there are peaks and valleys. You just have to look and realize when you're on the peak and look around at the view, instead of looking down at your feet going, I haven't gotten where I feel like I should be. Well, it's funny when you're down in that valley too, because like it's you feel alone. But if you look around, there's a lot of people down there with you. 
Yep. And it's you you can choose two groups really. You got one group that's uh that that's gonna sit there and sulk and complain that they're in the valley and every time a storm comes through they you know they're getting they're getting pounded by the rains and coming down the side of the hill and you know they're getting flooded out in their camp and all that stuff and they just want to be this pity party. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at that group that's saying, Hey, you know what? I think I see a path there and you're having a conversation about how to get up out of that valley and you start working with each other and 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 going and grabbing food and, you know, making shelter together. Then you start climbing out of that Valley together. Cause you know, it's, it, I look at it like that a lot because you, you look at hiking, like you don't go do that on your own. You shouldn't, uh, you know, you should always be at least with one other person because there's, you're going to fall. You're going to get injured. There's going to be things that are going to happen and you need to have somebody there uh, by your side to help you up when that, when that time comes. So if you're in that Valley right now, Look around and find those people that are looking up the hillside, looking to get out of that valley, combine forces with them and get out, look up and go up. Mm -hmm. That's all there is to it. You have no other choice. You can sit down in the valley and die. And what a miserable existence that is. Or you can just freaking pick it up by the bootstraps and start going up that hill. And it is not going to be comfortable. That's okay. If it was comfortable, we wouldn't have issues in this world. Yes. Uh, so the reality is, is that there's a lot of people out there going through the same thing you are. You're not alone in it. And find the people that have either traversed that path before and say, hey, how do I get up there? Or find the people that are actually looking to get out and work with them. It's that simple. Yep. It's just that simple. Really, I mean, like, dumb it down. If it works, dumb it down. Yeah. And just get out of that valley. So. I'm super excited about it, man. I feel like, like I said before, I get excited when I get into adversity because there's just some really cool things coming. I've met some of my best friends through some of my worst times. Uh, and it's been just, dude, it's been glorious, man. I, I, I'm so excited about, I'm so excited about stuff like that, man. It's just, I know there's, I was telling the guys tonight, I said, you know, maybe my car broke down because tomorrow a Lamborghini is going to show up in my driveway instead. I don't know. You know? <laughs> And I wouldn't get mad, and uh, especially if it was a '90s white Countach, that would be really freaking cool. Yes, um, please, Lord. No, '90s white Countach. Yeah, I don't ask for much. Um, yeah. With the big old silver wheels, oh, dude, it, it would be it would be glorious, and that would, I would light a cigar in it in an instant. Um, yes. so it'd smell better. But uh, no, I, I just think that uh, you know this time is. Um, difficult for a lot of people and a lot of people feel very very lost and i'm seeing that in our society as a whole and i I just think that people need to really focus and come together uh use your brain Mm -hmm. uh understand that there's a lot of people out there mainstream media uh that are in particular is just trying to push you down and that's not your guiding light um it's just not so pick yourself up. These are trying times. I get it. Uh, I feel it. I understand it. Um, but push through. There is still life at the end of this. So trust me, there's still life at the end of this. You just got to keep going through it. And then, you know, guess what? You're going to be a part of a history book. Um, that's kind of exciting to me. I, I, I kind of look forward to my grandkids going, well, I- remember back in the, my time when we had this thing called COVID-19 and 
I survived it. Blah, 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 blah. I smoked cigars the whole time, you know, and I don't know why I got an <laughs> accent on that one. But I'm going to develop an accent when I get old, apparently. Yeah, you're starting to sound a little uh, Jeff Foxworthy-like. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, here's your sign. But uh, I'm excited about it, dude. And I, I think um, I'm excited to see what comes out of these times. I, I'm not excited about these times, but yeah. I'm excited to see what comes out of them. And um, I just... I wish I could reach out and just touch everybody's hearts right now and let you know that it's going to be okay. Um, we, this too shall pass and it's going to yep. be okay. Yep. And, and there, like the Bible says, there's a season for everything and, yeah. and seasons are exactly that. They are seasons. They are not lifetimes. They are not anything more than just a season. And you're going to have seasons of challenge. You're going to have seasons of blessing count your blessings because you know that when you go through a season of challenge, there's going to be more blessings at the end. Is it going to be the most amazing thing you ever wanted? Maybe not, probably yes. not, but you no. still need to look for the blessings. And, and that's, that is, that is what too often we just don't do. We don't look at the blessing for a blessing. We look at it as, Oh, finally things are turning around. And then we look for another one and go, wait, it's not getting better. I had that a couple days ago and why, why didn't it continue? Well, you didn't right. appreciate the blessing you had two days ago. So maybe you should go back and realize that that was a blessing instead of going back and turning that into a negative because, oh, I didn't get enough. Right. Right. Yeah. And just, I, I don't know, man. Be there for each other, guys. Yep. Yeah. That's all I can say. I, I, I've been reading so many articles lately, man, through this stuff. And, I mean, dude, you got, you got Washington uh, defunding their police uh, you know, removing a hundred police officers in this time. Uh, it's, you know, cutting people's salaries. You're just like, what, what are you guys thinking, man? Like what's going on? Like, why, why aren't we all coming together in this? Why are we all so divided in this? There's, there's so much good that can come out of this. This is a time that you are given to reflect, to learn, to grow. We live in an information age. Get the information. Find if you're if you're out of a job, find a new career. I mean, I'm I'm trying to hire a couple of people right now and holy I can't imagine like, they're talking about unemployment rates and I can't even find somebody. I'm just like it's amazing to me. Like guys, yep. wake up. There's opportunities out there. If my 17-year-old daughter can find two jobs at 17, um what are you doing? Yep. There's stuff out there. There's opportunity, but as long as you're sulking and, and, and hating life right now, instead of looking at opportunities and keeping your eyes open, you're right. It's going to suck. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm here to tell you you're right. Yes. Uh, your life sucks because you choose to make it that way. And you're right. Cause um, things will never get better. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Tell yourself that every day and uh, you'll live it and you'll be right. So if your goal is to be right, you're doing a damn good job. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know, man. I'm excited, dude. I, I got amped up tonight, man. I got on fire tonight. Uh, it is, was just a roller coaster of a day, and uh, ended in just uh, just a, a speechless amazement um, of of just my brothers all coming together, dude. That, that's that's all I got to say about that. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, excited. So. Well. Uh, if any of you, and I know we've said this on a few different podcasts, episodes, 
in the past. But um, if you're going through a tough time, you know that Brandon and I are here to support you through that. Uh, and, and we got a comment, uh, I think, about a week or two ago when we were talking about leaning on support from each other. And it was from one of our, our listeners. And, and she said, I appreciate the fact that you said men should talk with men, women should talk with women, because that that is how it should be. You've got to protect yourself, and, and, and that's just the way it needs to be done. Uh, but if, if you need to reach out and we can, you know, connect you to, because we're both guys and, you know, you're a woman, you need someone to just share life with and share thoughts with, we've got a large enough network. And I don't say that out of arrogance. We know people that would be happy to just sit and be the shoulder that you cry on or the ear that you're venting to or anything like that. But don't be afraid to reach out. That's what the community is about that's what we're here to be a part of and don't ever be afraid to ask for help because you may think that you're going to cause us to have a nail in our tire and we could care less about a nail in our tire when we get to see the blessing at the end of moving and if we can help you move to a positive place and get through whatever valley there is our hands are out there and outstretched and ready to assist and be there to support you because that's what it's about. That's what we're here for. That's why God put us on earth. You know, yeah. I mean, it, 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 plain and simple, that's what it is. So if, if you are going through a tough time and struggling, um, just just reach out to us. You can send us an email, send us a DM, whatever it is, and, and we would love to uh, just make sure you're okay. At the end of the day, that's what we're here for, is to make sure you're okay. It may not be that you're in an okay season, but we want to make sure that at least you're doing okay as you as well as you can be. So reach yeah. out. Um, and, you know, you can follow us if you're not already on any of our socials at Down to the Nub on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you can subscribe if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash down to the nub. Um, and then anchor.fm slash down to the nub. You can leave us a voicemail if you'd like to and uh, and just share your thoughts about this episode. And for everybody that listens on the different podcast platforms, whatever they are, there's too many for me to rattle off and remember because we've got <laughs> all sorts of distribution, which we love. Um, thank you for tuning in, for listening. And uh, like we've said before, we love this part of our Thursday podcast being real life and sharing real yeah. life with you. So thank you for coming along in the journey with us. Um, and and leave us your thoughts in the comments. Leave us leave us a message. Um, we're here. Shoot us a message and, and let us know what's going on. Yeah, super excited, guys. It's a blessing to have all of you in our lives. And uh, for, for us to be able to share this time with you. We, we value that time and we value you very much. Yep. Uh, we know your time is very, very valuable. And uh, to, to share an hour of that with us is, um, is, is a blessing. And yep. uh, allow us to be there for you. Um, I know that this is supposed to be a cigar podcast. And, well, we smoke a cigar during while we're talking. Uh, but ultimately, it, this is... This is for you. This is about you. And um, if this if this touched your life, please share it with some other friends that may be going through a tough time. Um, if this is something that you're like, you guys are full of shit, uh, then please share it with your friends that are going through a tough time. Uh, there you go. Maybe, maybe it was what you needed to hear, and, and that's just your reaction to it. I don't know. Um, that's not for me to decide. But we appreciate you guys. We love you. We look forward to, uh, to you following us and sticking with us for the long run. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters for making this happen. Uh, you guys are beautiful and amazing people, and uh, we, we're just so so grateful for you because this is making this happen. 
So uh, we appreciate you guys. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week moving forward. And we look forward to seeing you all on Sunday on our live show at 3 p.m. on YouTube, Down to the Nub, right? YouTube slash Down to the Nub? Yep. Yeah, 3 p.m. Pacific time. See, I had the bleep bloop stuff. I, I don't there even you know. Go. But we'll see you guys all on YouTube on the live. Uh, you know, shoot your comments in, ask your questions, stay followed up with what's going on, and um, look forward to having you guys. I love you all. Thank you. Yep. Take care, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye-bye.